You're listening to The Young, where young people have real conversation on how to live a life worth living. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to The Young. My name is Nicole Stark, and today I am joined with Pastor Kimberly. Thank you so much uh, uh, for being part of our podcast. This is actually our season finale. Wow. So this is our last one. We've shot 10 podcast and this is this is it right here this is it so it's gonna be so good but hey uh before we get started going into these questions and kind of going deep we want to just we want to know pastor kimberly a little bit more so would you tell us one fun fact about yourself fun one fact no fun one maybe fact. not really everybody knows it's yeah. a good fun fact i'll tell you one all right <laughs> i was such a crazy dodger fan oh. like i'm talking crazy dodger fan wow uh, in my high school years, my young adult years, um, oh. I was there probably almost maybe 20, 30 games a summer with oh some friends. Goodness. And so somebody just said, hey, why don't you just work here? I ended up working for the Dodgers. I was an usher. Wow. And after about a month or two, I got to usher behind um, home plate in the season tickets. I had the spot. It was phenomenal. No. So I got to... Protect players from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh I got to God. chase after those the beach balls. Oh, no, the wow. beach balls. That was so embarrassing because I am so uncoordinated. Oh gosh. And uh, yeah, it was just super fun season. Wow. They paid me to watch Dodger games. It was that is amazing. so cool. I I would uh, really support you except I'm a huge Angels fan. Mm. So Dodgers, we haven't been doing good, but I'm really glad the Dodgers lost. Um, so wow, this may end the podcast. Well, completely. well, you know, I'm a just Angels fan all the way. I, I, well, Anaheim, I grew up in Anaheim. I know, but you have to remember, it took a Dodger, Mike Sosha, to get the Angels on the map. Ouch. That's she all got I'm me saying. there. <laughs> okay, well, right. with that, no, uh, with that, uh, we we want to just dive right in sure. into these questions. So uh, I've got a few questions to ask you. We went around and asked some uh, young adults. Now, what are some things that we can ask? Pastor Kimberly, and you know the first one that was really that really stood out to me was this thing called endurance, mm -hmm. right? So I'm I'm 23, and we have a lot of high schoolers, mm -hmm. 14 through 18. Yeah, we have a young a lot of young adults, and I heard a statistic that a lot once people hit 18, yeah. the drop rate goes yeah, down. Huge. What is what was the key thing for you? Not in ministry, not serving, yeah. but how did Jesus draw you, and how did you? fall so in love with him that you are where you are now and you are still madly in love with Jesus. You know what, I, I do have to thank uh, my grandparents, particularly my grandmother. As a little girl, she instilled in me the love for Jesus. Wow. And sometimes we don't realize how important it is <laughs> that hmm. we've had people in our early years to bring that into us, but she would tell me stories about Jesus. Wow. And she would talk to me about him all the time. You know that Deuteronomy, there's a passage that says, talk to your children when they're asleep and they're awake when they're constantly. Just yeah. talk to them about Jesus. So that was a huge influence. Wow. So I grew up loving Jesus. Yeah. Now it was challenged sure. uh, in my teenage years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I faced some, some challenges that really, um, it could have thrown me over, but I think I was just rooted in this love of God. But here, here's what I found uh, I found a God who pursued me. Wow. I found a God who genuinely loved me. Yeah. My walk with Jesus, I I'm 53. Okay. It is more precious today wow. than ever before. Mm -hmm. And part of the joy in my walk with him is that he is so real. Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't need me to be perfect. Yeah. I can come to him as I am wow. with my victories, but I come to him with my... <laughs> 
greatest challenges, sometimes yeah. the brokenness, yeah. and his graciousness and his love and his demonstration of who he is in my life, how can I not? Wow. How can I not serve him? Yeah. I've watched him be faithful. See, I, I should have been a, a I should have been a broken uh, basket case. <laughs> uh, I should my life should look different, but because of Jesus, yeah, uh, love in my life, yeah, and His pursuit of me and His faithfulness, my life is it's not perfect. Wow. Oh, but it's so good. Wow, it's so good. There's just evidence of Him everywhere. Yeah. But uh, part part of the joy I'll tell you is coming to Him as I am, and I know I alluded to it. Okay. But it's just coming to Him as I am consistently. Wow. Uh, not trying to figure things out and then coming to Him. Because I struggled with that uh, in my earlier years. Yeah. But just this reality of, Lord, this is where I'm at. You're so good. You know all things. And yet you love me. And your grace is available. Your yeah. mercy is available. Wow. Um, and that fellowship with Him, yeah. um, He's irresistible. Wow. When you really know who He is, He is irresistible. That's so good. Because he's, he's safe. He's trustworthy. That's so good. He's good. So good. He's powerful. Yep. How, how could I not? What, wow. uh, where else would I go? That's what would so I cute. have yeah. to turn to? Right. right. Right? So he's not a crutch, but he is my, my whole life. I have no other life. Wow. But it's taken through seasons where it's been uh, awesome. Yeah. And then challenges where I've had to fight. Wow. To stay close. I had to fight hmm. through, uh, even feeling like he wasn't even there. Hmm. But going back and saying, no, God, I know you're real. Wow. And I'm sticking with you because yeah. you're sticking with me. I, I have a question. Yeah. This wasn't part of the three, but I just want to ask, was there ever a moment where you felt like, I want to give up? And how did you yeah. fight through the, I want to quit? Yeah. But you're... Your worth, like, how did you fight yeah. through that? Uh, I've probably been more than once. I'll tell you the one that stands out. At 15, I was really, um, I was discouraged, depressed. Hmm. I had been dating a guy, crossed um, some sexual lines. I never thought I would. Wow. So I was really down on myself. And uh, I actually had considered uh, suicide, except hmm. I was afraid of what happened oh, wow. after. If yeah. you commit suicide, do not go to heaven. What is that? Look, it, yeah. The fear kept me from uh, taking action because I was that discouraged and I wanted to give up, not wow. just on him, but wanted to give up, Life, yeah. period. It was just so difficult to walk through some of the things I was wow. walking through and feeling so hopeless. Um, but I, and here's probably the endurance part. Mm. I, uh, I went to a park because I was very desperate and I just said, God, I need you to do something mm. in me. And it's actually the first time I ever remember God speaking to me. I've never heard him audibly. But I had this knowing that he actually had a great plan for my life. Wow. And I don't know how else to tell you in the midst of my brokenness and sadness and wanting to give up. There was this, he actually does have a plan for my life. So good. And it brought hope again. That was was probably the worst moment. Well, wow, and that's so good. That's so good to know just because sometimes I feel like we think like you're a pastor mm-hmm. and you've never gone through right. any of these things, but the reality is we're all human. We're all human. Right? And so this is going to kind of flow right into our next question here is, so have you ever missed it? <laughs> have you ever missed it? And and if so, how did you get back on track? Yeah. Like, how did that look like for yeah. you? Well, 
Jerry can help in how many times I've missed it, but um, I'll tell you the one that stands out to me, speaking of yeah. my younger years, sure. was uh, because I had come from a broken home, alcoholic okay. dad, uh, never had the words of affirmation from a father that said, I love you, that, uh, that I felt safe with. Yeah. I didn't realize, but I looked for that love and security in men. Wow. And guys, they were wow. boys and guys yeah. at the time, right? Right, high school. But uh, high school. Um, and my mom tried to tell me that because I started uh, in relationships early, like at 15. Okay. And then that would, you know, one lasted nine months, and then I'd go right into another relationship, and my mom would tell me, you're looking for love. You're looking for what you're not receiving. And I, you know, typical teenager at that time, I just thought, you know, <laughs> I just, these guys are great guys. I spent a lot of my teenage years involved in the drama of giving my life prematurely to somebody wow. else. And it distracted me from growing in my gifts, discovering who I was. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so I invested a lot of energy, time, focus. Yeah. And there was really not much not much but pain attached because I crossed physical lines. Yeah. Uh, and they all ended up in a breakup. Wow. Right? Yep. And so, oh, man. So that was, those were probably about six of my most formative wow. high school, young adult years where if I could look back, I would totally do it differently. Wow. How did I get back on track? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, honestly, again, my grandmother comes into play because wow. uh, she, she prayed mm. that there would be an end to my wrong relationships. Sure. And uh, prayed wow, that's for like a strong prayer. It, it, it was. She wow. prayed Jerry in. She would tell you. Oh wow! I prayed them out. I prayed him in. <laughs> she gets all the credit. But at, but awesome. at that point in my life, I I had already made a decision yeah. to break off a relationship I should have broken off. Hmm. In that reengaging the Lord of I am laying my whole life, not just most of it. Yeah. But including this so was huge. That got me back on track, and it wow. was crazy enough. I met Jerry not that long after. Oh wow! And it wasn't a rebound, and it wasn't a wrong thing. It yeah. was a God thing. But it first took me to say, "I'm giving every part, including this." Yes. Um, wow. I, I I love how you mentioned. You said you had to like fully surrender. Yeah. When did you fully surrender? How old were you when you were like? I, I think surrender? I think that nineteen. Is wow. when there was a full surrender, but I'll tell you what, hmm. I find myself having to fully surrender repeatedly. That is so good. Because I'm not walking two different lives, yeah. but there are things that God calls us to yeah. that our flesh doesn't want to do anything about, that our emotions don't want to do. Right. Um, there are things that He will ask of us in our journey that yeah. it's not the natural thing to do. And so I found fully surrendering is every day. So you would say you're you're fully surrendering every single day. I love that because I think sometimes we think it's one and done. Like God, I gave my life to you, right? And and now like all right, like I'm good. Have you ever wrestled with um, your dreams when it came to certain things? How did you fully surrender your dreams to God? Mm-hmm. Like were you? Because this is my my question. My next question is: Is Jesus really worth it? Mm. Like, is he, and we have been talking about, across all of our other nine podcasts, really the underlining subject is get to know who Jesus yeah. is. Just That's get so good. to know him. Yeah. It's not about, and I remember when I was uh, four, 15 years old, 
Patreon through a really rough time. And I remember I found myself in a room, not uh, much bigger than this, to be honest with you. And I remember I cried out to God and I said, God, I don't want a relationship yeah. with you like my parents have. And I remember I said, uh, my pastors, I don't want a relationship with you like yeah. my pastors have. Yeah. Like, I want my own yeah. Nicole Jesus. Yeah. This is how we, how we, this is my relationship with you. And the underlining message has always been, if you know God, you can trust God. Exactly if you know right. him, you can follow him. Yeah. And so, so good. is Jesus, yeah. is he really, at, at your yeah. age, after you've walked through what yeah. you've walked through, is he really worth it? He is so worth it. I can't, see again, I can't even imagine what my life would look like oh. if it hadn't been for fully Sorry. surrendering consistently. Hmm. So when I, I think my biggest point of surrender was at, at uh, 19, 18, 19, when I walked away from a relationship that I, I really wanted to work. Yeah. But then seeing what he did uh, mm. by bringing Jerry. Wow. I mean, wow. it was dying to a dream because I'd loved this guy since I was 13. Wow. So he'd oh, been my, wow. yeah. He'd been my first and really only loved to that point. Wow. And it was dying to everything on the inside yeah. because I knew this isn't what God has. That's so good. And so you lay something down, and of course the mind says, you're never going to have. You're, sure. you're giving up something. Right. But I found out the more I lay things down that he's asking me to lay down, then he's not withholding good. He's trying to reserve me wow. for the best. Oh, that's so good. And so I'll tell you that. I, I, Jerry in my life was one of the first most greatest evidences wow. of a surrendered life. And he hmm. was a constant reminder of you gave something you thought you wanted up for something that God wow. had, and it came with so much more than you Thanks. would have ever imagined. So it it is still a decision to yeah. surrender, but I think because I'm I've walked now with Jesus a long time, yeah. I have so much evidence of His faithfulness when yeah. I just lay it down and do what He says. My my heart is that you know I want to get to a point where. It doesn't even have to be long conversations. Hmm. That if he simply asks of me something, even if it's my greatest dream, yeah. I just go, of course. Wow. I, I wish I was there yeah. with everything. Right, right. But that is my heart, and I let him know often, wow. I want to be at a place where you just, you guide me with your eye. And if your eyes tell me, go here, though I wanted to go there, we don't even have to talk about it. I'm, I trust you that much. That's my heart. Hmm. And when you and ask him to... To be that, yeah. he begins to teach you how so to good. how to who he is, but he begins to teach you how to walk yeah. with him in this way. And I'll tell you what, hardships, you know, hardships are some of the greatest opportunities to find out who Jesus really is. Wow. That's so good. Yeah. God doesn't, you know, God's not tempting us, trying to hurt us. Right. Uh, we live in a fallen world. Yeah. And there are afflictions. There are hard things. If right. we think following Jesus, everything now is yeah. just easy. No. Um, following Jesus requires yeah. dying to yourself. It requires um, looking to him. But again, <laughs> what else is there? So but in the hardships, when you face them and you don't let go of him, Yep. And you stay with him while the through the hardships. Yep. Oh my. Where you get to the other side, you just know more of God. Wow. And uh I mean even just for me in the last since August, yeah. I had some pressing, some hard, hard stuff. Hmm. And uh man, I was on my face, not as a pastor, 
asked Kimberly on my face, thank God, I need you to show yourself to wow. me in this situation. Because it's not just a one time, That's right? Good, yeah. We can trust him in this area, but then there are challenges that will come and there are things that, you know, sometimes you feel like you, where you are, it's like there is, unless God shows up, you're in serious yeah. trouble. Right. And then that calling out uh, from the Lord uh, or to the Lord for repeatedly day after day. Yeah. Uh, I know him now more. Than I've ever known him. Hmm. And the beautiful thing with, with Jesus is you don't ever know him fully. So yeah. now you got it. He just continues oh, to reveal these sides. But the more I know him, the more I know who I am. Wow. The more I know how I'm to view things. The yeah. more I know uh, the grace and the power he's given me so to good. walk in victory. Oh. So following Jesus is not boring. Yeah. yeah. He's real. He's real. He's real. I want to ask you this, and then we'll uh, kind of wrap it up here. But I heard this statistic, and uh, but it, it basically said that a majority of Gen Z, which mm-hmm. is I think from '95 to now, mm-hmm. uh, deal with anxiety mm-hmm. because they refuse to deal with pain. Mm-hmm. How have you dealt yeah. with? How have you, how yeah. have you walked through pain? That I've heard that too. Uh, the avoidance of pain causes. Yeah. This tremendous amount of stress. Yeah. Nobody wants pain. <laughs> right, right. I mean, no, you really... That's true. I'm not like, hey, come on, bring it on. Right. Um, pain is a part of life because we live in a broken world, not because God is, is bad or yeah. unjust, but it's, the Bible is very clear. We yeah. live under in a world that is still under the sway of the enemy who only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He doesn't even show up unless he's trying to kill, right. steal, or destroy. Right. Steal, kill, or destroy. So pain is part of life. But when you know that you can walk through so the hardships with somebody that is committed to leading you into victory. Yeah. See, when you have hope, pain is not de- debilitizing. Wow. When you think the circumstance is bigger than than God is or God's willingness hmm. to help you. Most people know that God is powerful. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say most. Many people know God's powerful. Not as many people know that God is willing to be powerful in their lives. Wow. So when you're in the middle of pain, if you think it's you and hmm. it's up to you to deal yeah. with it, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. But when you walk through and yet you know you have this Jesus, who describes himself as yeah. a shepherd, right, right, who leads you beside the still waters, who restores your soul, yes. then you realize, okay, I may be going through a difficult time, but this is not the end of where I'm going to laugh. I'm going to so end, good. right? Right. This is, he's with me. Yeah. He's with yeah. me. And I found, oh, my soul needs to be restored. Hmm. Absolutely. We've walked through some hard things in yeah. our lives. And I've, uh, painful and I, you know, trying to be strong in a woman of faith. Yeah. Sometimes we deny the the depth of pain. Hmm. And uh, it was probably two, three years, uh, maybe three years ago, that I realized that in trying to be strong, I was av- uh, not avoiding, but not acknowledging some deep wow. pain I was feeling yeah. based on some circumstances. Wow. And when I finally caught on that, oh my goodness, there's deep pain. Yeah. I was like, able to bring it to the Lord and That's say, Lord, so you're my good. shepherd. I need you as yeah. my shepherd to restore my soul because wow. my soul has some hurt uh, wow. feelings and and um, aches. Yeah. And then he ministers. Cool. He ministers to you. Yeah. So pain is not 
doesn't define you. We are all going to experience pain. Yeah. But when you know who he is, so good. then pain is not hopelessness. That's so good. And you know, I, personally speaking, I've gone through some things where I remember, like I grew up and I was in a lot of cry. Right. So I remember I played basketball and I had fractured both my ankles twice and then sprained uh, this one twice and this one one time. I did not cry one time. And it was during, I remember one time specifically, it was during a game and I knew, I, I knew, I could feel, like it's specific pain to it. And I remember I heard, oh, she won't cry from the crowd. She won't cry. Mm. And I grabbed my jersey and I bit into it as hard as I can. And I remember I got off, went to the bench, wrapped my ankle, and I played that, finished oh, that game. girl. And I remember mm. I, but I was on adrenaline, so I didn't really feel it. Mm. I get off, and my ankle is just so swollen. And I remember the Lord started to teach me. Um, and it was when I was 17, 18, the Lord started to teach me and start to invite me in. Start to invite me in. Because what I, what I realized was I thought I could do it. Yeah, I got it. Like, I'm strong on my own. Mm -hmm. Like, I've got it. And I remember when I went through some stuff, uh, I've just, I've come to this place where I'm like, if I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry with Jesus. Yeah. And I'm going to invite you in, and I'm going to allow you to heal me. Even though it hurts right now, God, could you come into this place? And I think we've just got a generation who's just so okay with being strong. Like, I've got this. Mm -hmm. And, And what I've realized is it's okay if you allow the Lord to come in mm-hmm. and, and, and lead you. And so why not, why walk around with a fractured ankle when someone is inviting to completely heal it? Wow. That's so true. Right? Yeah. No, he, he is a healer. Co- I mean, completely, right. Right. completely. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so funny. I broke this finger. You see how it's like that? It's like broke compared to, it's broken. Well, and here's the funny part about this. It's not funny, but I broke this finger, and the doctor told me, you have to put a cast on. And it was right before season, and I said, I have to play. Like, I'm not allowed. Like, I have to play. And he goes, if you play, it's not going to heal right. And this mm. has been, become my constant reminder mm. to not allow pain to heal me in such a way that I'm not completely healed. Yeah. And, and so now I, I remember I, I was like, I'm not going to do it. And now, look, it's my ligaments are all like this, mm-hmm. but the Lord has just consistently reminded yeah. me, hey, invite me in. Invite me in, and it's been a, a crazy journey. But, hey, we're about to conclude here. Yeah. Before we conclude, we have this fun thing mm-hmm. that we call the last 30. Okay, so we've got Camille. Uh, she's right. going to do this last 30 for us, and I'll, I'll start. I used to have the guest start. But I realized Nicole's the worst idea I've ever had. So I'll start. Uh, I'll give you my last 30. You've got a 30-second timer right here. You've only got 30 seconds. Got it. Okay? So I'll start, and then you'll go. So here's my last 30. We're going to look into this camera right here. Ready, Cam? All right. My last 30 would be is this is uh, following Jesus is so worth it. And continue to seek him. Get to know who Jesus is. And I'm telling you, when you taste and see, you'll realize God is so so good so follow jesus all right that was 15 seconds Ooh. all right 15 so you've got your 30 here we go all right you were created by a god who designed you intentionally specifically i know your parents had something to do with you being here but before them you were already in the heart of god and the fact that you are here on this earth is a good God. But he doesn't want to just be your creator. He wants to be the one who walks with you through the great times 
through the most challenging of times, but not just to walk with you to comfort you, to walk with you to cause you to be victorious and to be used to do great and mighty things here on earth. That is so, so good. Well, Pastor Kimberly, thank you so much for joining us on our finale season episode. So thank you. And hey, young family, uh, season two will be coming out shortly. So stay tuned, stay connected. But other than that, we love you. We hope this encourages you and have the greatest week ever. Peace. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Young Podcast. This is it for season one. Uh, Tune in in January for season two. All right, guys, we love you. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Instagram at The Rock Jesus Club. And if you ever need to email us, email us at therockjesusclub at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye.